go out and we're going to talk to people, and you've got fur in your teeth. Girls, you know John Connor? No. Hey, you know this guy? No, I don't know. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a regular episode. <coughs> that came out of nowhere. I'm sorry, Art, but we're still going to leave it. It's all good, man. Did, uh, did my, uh, my COVID make it through the microphones and telephone lines over to you? No, because I already have okay. COVID, so now that means I'm That's free, true, man. free for like yeah. two months, which was two months ago. Hey. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, you, got, you got like three, three more months, and then you got to be careful again. Yep. Wear a mask. Yeah. And stop licking doorknobs. So this uh, episode is an actual regular ass side dad episode. Uh, my side dad is from Alienation, and he's more, you'd probably think he's a side character, but since he was a newcomer, he's side dad. Who you got for a side dad, Adam? I got a Peacemaker's racist villain father, Augie. Augie Smith? Augie Smith? Just left. Yeah, Augie, August Ransom Smith, aka Augie, aka the White Dragon. That guy. That's that's my dad this week. Oh, nice. Got an epic, epic battle. Yeah, that'll be good. Superpowers versus alien powers. Yep. Yeah, be fun. I mean, he doesn't really have alien powers. He just has weird. Yeah, alien and he doesn't shit. really have superpowers. Just a power armor suit. Yeah. All right. Well, dad fights. Uh. Hey. I'm kind of curious about this mashup because I don't even remember the Alienation theme song. Was it was it X Files uh, just slowed down or something? Perhaps, probably like probably a little bit of Star it. Trek, a little bit of X Files, all the '90s good good uh, TV intros. It could be Saved by the Bell just yeah, reversed. I don't know. <laughs> we're gonna find out. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we're <laughs> gonna find out. Here we go. Hey. Ash it up, sir. Yeah. You want to hear a joke before I drop that in? It's not really a joke. It's a true story. So, uh, I think it was. Last Tuesday, I was scrolling through, you know, Google. You know, when you open up Google on your phone, it always brings up news stories. Am I the only person that does that? That's when they correct. take a shit, like read news stories. All right. Nope. Anyway, this news story popped up, and it's from uh, some science journal that I subscribe to. I subscribe to a bunch of them because they're free, and they send cool, cool scientific stories like this. Anyway, the... <laughs> The title of this story that made me click it and save it was, if you have a doppelganger, chances are you might be retarded. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Did they really put that in their title? And then I went back to it after work and I'm like, oh no, it's actually, if you have a doppelganger, chances are you might be related. It was six in the morning. I was on the toilet. I was half asleep. I saved it to send to you, and then when oh, I reread it, sense. I'm like, that's not as funny as I thought. Yeah. Huh. Turns out I'm so, uh, the R word. Which, which doppeldangler do you think you are? Doppeldanger? Doppeldangler? Dangler? <laughs> what? Damn it. Which doppelganger do you think you um, are, sir? Uh, Data <laughs> from the Goonies? Possibly the kid from uh, Full House? <laughs> I don't know. It was some other oh, Asian kids. Go. Harry Kim from Star Trek? Steven oh, Young? I don't know. All right. Oh, did you watch Nope? Ooh. It's streaming now. Oh. Nope. Steven Yim plays a Asian cowboy, and I'm like, this guy, he's got an alien on the back of his oh, jacket, cool. and I'm like, that's the shit. That guy's awesome. Nice. It's like uh, Herman Lee from Dragon Force. He's an Asian guy with an Asian yes. slash London Hell accent. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right, all right. Let's go ahead and mash it up, sir. I've been saying mash all it, right. so can we just mash it? Let's mash it. 
play a wonderful game called Dad Fights. Welcome to Dad Fights. Ever wonder what would happen if you put two TV dads in the ring? Find out with your hosts, Adam and Jeremy. I wish to be a dad. dad. Who's ready for fatherly advice? Oh no, this big guy just came in here with a, was that a bib around his neck and a fork and knife? and A fork and knife? <laughs> he's, ye- he's yelling at me like, I eat green berets for breakfast and I'm really hungry. I'm like, okay, okay, dude, uh, I'm not a green beret. I'm yeah. Just, just a fucking, I'm just a fucking nerd, man. Yeah. Go to Jeremy's house, go bug him. I think Back he's a green beret. I am not. <laughs> Show him, show him your raspberry beret, and tell him to fuck off. Yeah. But don't do that. He might, uh, might hurt you. Might eat me for breakfast. <laughs> yeah. You tell me, who is your daddy, and what does he do? Uh, Mr. Detective George Francisco. Fun fact: When he was in the uh, immigration area, getting put on when when they came onto Earth, and he was coming in to America, uh, they were originally going to give him the name of Sam Francisco, and. It said George Francisco. Maybe he said, fuck it, and then he took it. I don't know. I don't know the whole backstory. Anyway, Sam, George, damn it, Detective George Francisco, uh, he is what they call a newcomer, but he is a alien whose uh, kind crash-landed on Earth. They're called the Tecto-Destructo Knees. And uh, he has the lovely, super-hot Susan, uh, Pedro wouldn't like her because her bangs are in her head. Like, yeah, they're non-existent. They're not, they're not sticking out. They're like tattoos. They got tattoo head hair. Anyways, uh, Susan, she's an advertising ex- exec, and they uh both um have two wonderful children. They have the youngest Emily. You know, it's a nice little 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 girl, little happy little girl, and then the badass motherfucking Buck. Buck Francisco, just another delinquent teen wearing a badass leather jacket. He don't give a fuck. That's my dad. What about your dad, man? I had to Google the uh, alienation mom. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm like, hey, I, I dig it. No ears, tattooed hair on the head. Yeah. And uh, no so, eyebrows. It's a, it's a good look. Yeah. I was going to say something about her hair, but I was afraid that uh, old George might come slap me in the face. So I'll just keep it to myself. And you say, get your wife's name out, yeah. of, out of your mouth. Your, get my wife out of your mouth. What? <laughs> what? I'm like, dude, do you want some milk? You need to calm down. I got some milk, dude. Just yeah. have at it. Have, have a shot. It's on me. Yeah. The old vitamin D, buddy. Right. <laughs> yeah. 2% because uh, whole milks are babies. Yeah. Cows, I heard. I don't know. Skim Dairy. Milk. Skim milk. Makes Skim you, milk. Gross. Makes you, makes Who you drinks fall? that? It's just water and a little bit of milk. Yep. That's what it is. It is. It's just water and milk. You're dead. All right. Well, my dad this week is August Ransom Smith. He is the father of America's favorite. He's a vigilante. Peacemaker. You know, John Cena himself. If you haven't seen Peacemaker, watch it. It's awesome. We're not getting paid to say it. I just like the show. James Gunn. He's a good guy. I watched the first half of the first episode, and I really liked it. Yeah, it's funny. It's violent. There's some boobs in it. Dude. You're like, hey, 
Like sold. The moment he starts, him and the janitor are talking to each other. I was sold. Just how their conversation was. <laughs> yeah. I was like, all right, yeah, all right, I, I can get down on this. And you see John Cena's bootay. Yeah, you do. If, if that's your thing. Yeah. But there's boobs in it too. That's for Chad. HBO. HBO. Where there's ass and boobs, yeah. and sometimes dong. Oh, uh, his friends call him Augie, and uh, well, Augie, he's a leader of a white supremacist evil villain group called the Aryan Empire. Um, I guess he's retired from that game now, and all he does is talk shit to his kid because his kid's a giant disappointment because he wouldn't take up the mantle. And uh. He's a smart guy, a little tinkerer. He built his own power armor for the white dragon suit, as well as all the tech for his son, all the cool helmets, and all the cool power gadgets, the peacemaker. It's all from his dad. I would say he's a good guy, but he's kind of a piece of shit. But that's my dad. <laughs> all right. Hey, man, you want to talk about some GMs? Oh, fuck yeah. All right. Skew it up, please. Album of the Week. Album of the Week. I got a quick one. I know you got an epic one. All right, go ahead, sir. All right, so this week I was listening to, you know, for Augie, I was listening to some country music. And uh, I'm like, I would like to listen to some country metal music. So I fired up both Spotify and downloaded Rebel Meets Rebel from 2006, the Daryl Bros. Or not the Daryl yeah. Bros. <laughs> half Pantera, half David Allen Coe. Yeah. It's a good best way to put it. But that album fucking rocks, dude. And if you like David Allen Coe's music, you'll love this album. But it's non-racist. I, yeah. So, uh, just... Yeah. And plus, like, long hair redneck. I love that jam. We're like, uh, what's the one? Willie Whalen and me? Well, yeah. Getting high. He likes getting high and fucking writing country songs. Yeah. It was a good, it was an odd mashup, but I'm glad it happened. Yeah, and the song I'm going with is No Compromise, because that song fucking slaps. Oh, good one. No compromise. I'm innocent, but I'll drink John Gilchey. You in the state of confusion, I live in the state of Texas. Yes, it does. Yeah. It's fucking well, Dimebag at his best, man. Dimebag at his best. I, I, yeah, like, fuck yeah. But that was... Yeah. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. That, that's pre-damage plan, right? It was right before yes. damage plan. Yeah, right before. Yeah. Caught me off surprise when I was walking through Zia's, and I was like, "What? what? Yeah. All right, I'll bite. I mean, it's Pantera without Phil, but a country guy. So, yeah, how, you're how the one that told me you? about this. You're like, yeah. "Do you like country music? Do you like Pantera? Here you go. This is gonna change change your perspective on life." I'm like, and it did. It gave me a more. Um, it actually helped me give more of appreciation to old country music because i was yeah. i was one of those types i was like if it's country fuck off but that's because like all the country i was always hearing is the pop country and that's that stuff's not even country yeah. it's not even no like i'm looking at you garth yeah he started it he, he fucking he started it that guy but yeah dude i, uh, mean, I kind of want to blame him or alan jackson because alan jackson in the 90s oh, yeah. using, like drum machine like straight yep. pop music and i'm like <laughs> what the fuck dude <laughs> Like, I don't care about yep. you wanting to go paddleboard the Chattahoochee. Just write some better songs. Yeah, talk about getting drunk. Um, yeah, that's... Another uh, another thing that helped me was uh, the show. It's on Showtime. It's Mike Judge. He like he he did like, oh, what's it called? Fucking Tales of the Tour Bus or something, Adam? You've got to check it out. But it's uh, 
it's all drawn, but like it's basically Mike Judge interviewing like old country stars and just getting their stories. And like I never knew Waylon Jennings was like the coolest party animal like ever. Didn't know that. Like those those country stars, man. And then he does a second season at him, and it's all about the funk gods, man. Name one. All what? of them. Yeah, dude. Like it's called yeah, <laughs> Tales of the Tour Bus. Like, check that show out. It's Tales like, from the Tour Bus. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's on show. I wonder if that's gonna be on HBO. Or no, Paramount. I don't know, it was on Showtime, so I don't know. Oh, it was on Showtime? Yeah. Right, Tales from the Tour Bus. Dude, it's, it's fucking amazing, Adam. Both both seasons. The artwork. The artwork yeah. for the funk one is amazing. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Dude, it's it's good, man. And uh, I never knew Mike Judge actually talks like Hank Hill. Just regular old Hank Hill. Oh, that's funny. I was listening to an interview. It was him and... Uh, Oh, the dude from the Ghetto Boys, space in his name, but those two were on Joe Rogan together like oh. two years ago. It's <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. Some Texas boys. Huh. Good old Texas boys. Well, my album of the week's not from Texas, but uh, it is epic because these gentlemen on August 30th and August 31st played uh, two shows, unfortunately only in New York and I would have killed to be at this show, but I did a good old Praxis. My tie with all-time favorite band with Primus. Praxis and Primus, man. That's that's my jams. Those are my, my two. But I'm going with the good one, Adam. Uh, I'm going with good old uh, Metatron. Personal favorite. Nice. Yeah, it's a good one. And I'm going with my personal favorite song because it's Praxis. And if you've never heard of Praxis, I think this would be your best introduction. This song, I'm going with the second song off the album, Skullcrack, We Are Not Sick Men. That is the perfect <laughs> yeah. definition of how wonderful, chaotic, and beautiful Praxis is. But uh, yeah, they did a they did a show. Um, unfortunately, I didn't get to go, but I thankfully because of people on the internet, I got to watch the live stream on good old YouTube's. Buckethead did his usual slapping, and like good old Bill Laswell is there. Bill Laswell, you know, I don't know if people know, but he hasn't been doing so well health wise. But he still, you know, gave it his all. Like. If I was at that show and I saw Bill Laswell just hit one note at him, just one beautiful note with his awesome effects, like I would, I would, that I would, I would be happy because it's Bill Laswell, man, like one of the greats. Did you watch it with Logan? Uh, I I forced some like some clips that, that that I was able to see, some like you know people from the show mm-hmm. doing clips. Uh, I did show him some stuff like Buckethead just getting down. And I was like, look at this, and I put it right in front of his face. And he's like, hey, and he kept wanting to touch Buckethead, which you know, yeah. He probably got that from his dad. So he, he got that from you. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> I got to steal his power, Dad. That's my boy. All right. Yeah, do it. But yeah, man. Motherfucking Praxis Metatron, dude. Like, I remember buying that album when I was like 18. Like, okay, when I turned 18, I went to the store to get CDs at Zia's, and um, I got Antipop, I got um, Metatron, I got Monsters and Robots, and then my buddy Ty bought me a Day of the Robot. Do you remember the Day of the Robot one? It was like all like yeah. drum and bass and shit. Dude, that was yeah, that nice. was like all senior year. That was like my 18th birthday. I was like, dude, like music. That's like the best like music year for me. 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, I got this this wonderful piece because uh, I didn't even know like Praxis had other albums. I thought the only one they had was the Transmutatious. And then one day, dude, I was like, what is this? Metatron. And it's it's like you take the funky parts out because Bootsy's not in it. But you throw in Bill Laswell. So you got some dub some craziness and just mass amounts of shredding. And it's, and just it's just beautiful. I love that album. Nice. Well, good call on that one. Yeah. yeah fuck cool. yeah, dude. Now, uh, this whole time I was talking, I, I felt this like weird like temperature change on my neck, like everything's warm, and I turned oh, around no. and Doctor Doctor Huxtable is a uh, got his gurney set up and he's saying <laughs> saying these weird things. He's mumbling. I don't know what he's saying. Oh wait, there it is. He wants to talk about my problem. Uh, let's hear it. All right. Mr. Jeremy's video game ADD. All right, Adam. So uh, this one, I'm going to take you back, buddy. Take you back when you're a little guy and you're playing the first Ninja Turtles game. And you remember that part we had to go like undo all the stupid fucking uh, bombs for you know, so the dam won't blow up. You know, do it in the water and it was like super hard. Remember that part? Remember how much that part sucked? Yeah, because I kept getting lost. I'm like, yeah. this level sucks. Yeah, you get lost. You have a time limit, and you have to get these bombs, and if you die, then you got to use your other turtles, and you don't want to die, so you have to keep like going through all your turtles, and you're panicking, and you got this timer going down, and it's just like, fuck, man. That game was the fucking hardest game. Like, I still haven't beat the original Ninja Turtles. But I think I have a chance because what I got, Adam, this game of the week is the motherfucking Cowabunga Collection. <laughs> nice. We've been waiting for this for for months, a while. Dude. Yeah. Um. Yeah, dude. So the beauty part is, it's every fucking basically almost every Ninja Turtles game, like pre pre two thousand. It's like every single fucking Ninja Turtles game that came out before that time. But um, the beauty of it uh, though is, um, you can rewind it and you can save where you're at. So that just changes the whole <laughs> That's awesome. whole aspect of the damn yeah. game. Now I'm like, all right, now I can play. So pretty much where I'm at right now, I saved right before you could do that stupid fucking damn swimming part. Because I forgot where all the bombs are. Like, I played, I was like, let's see how good my muscle memory is and everything. And I played it, I was like, damn it, man. <laughs> so I, so I, <laughs> I rewound it, saved it, and I was like, all right, I'm coming back to this motherfucker. But yeah, dude, it's like, all right, so you got that one. You got the Ninja Turtles arcade game. You got the other Ninja Turtles arcade game. You got the Ninja Turtles fighting game that was on both, or all three, Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and Sega. You got fucking the Ninja Turtles beat-em-up that was for Sega, Manhattan Project. You got two or three Game Boy Ninja Turtles games. And I'm missing, I'm missing one somewhere. But yeah, dude, Ninja Turtle games. All the Ninja Turtle games. Yeah, it's like 12 or 13 titles in one. Worth it. 40 yeah. bucks. Yeah, totally worth Dude, it. Dude, definitely, yeah. It's Ninja Turtles, man. Now, the question is, did you get it for a Switch, Xbox, or PlayStation? I did get it for PlayStation only because the PlayStation 4, um, I have three controllers, so that's more motherfuckers gotcha. beating up motherfuckers. Yeah. So. Hey, that's thinking ahead there. Yeah. So I figured it'd be you and me, and we can like introduce Logan into like a video game, and I, I, I think a beat-em-up Ninja Turtles game would be a perfect way to get him started. <laughs> yeah, dude. I can always bring over my controllers too. Make it a family affair. Make it a family affair. Yeah. Cause you know, they are the world's most fearsome fighting team. They Hell are. Hell yeah. They are. And you know, 
I've heard that when that evil Shredder guy attacks, those turtle boys, they don't cut them no slack. So, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah. Turtle power. Now let's drop in that sample right here. Because uh, I love that song. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. It's the greatest. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Correct me on this. I could be wrong. But didn't the guy who made the Ninja Turtles theme song, wasn't he like someone super cool or did something else? Yeah, he's Chuck Lorre, man. That's he right. Wrote all he the wrote, that's right. The sitcoms we love. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's a Renaissance man. So yeah, he was. Are you ready to jump into uh, both of our favorite parts of the show? Are you ready, Adam? Yeah, let's let's do it. Let's do yeah, it. cue right. it up. All right, I'm gonna cue it up right now. A do 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 do. Turtle power. <laughs> all right. Well. Before Augie Smith was a supervillain, he was a—he uh, lived in the future as a a killing robot machine. Then he went back in time to like 1994, Los Angeles, 96. Yeah, 96. And uh, he's looking for a boy. He took the uh, the identity of a cop. He's looking for this boy. Our guy Arnold showed up, kicked his ass, and uh, well. The rest is history. He's like, uh, he got his ass kicked so bad he moved down to the south and uh, became a, a racist supervillain. <laughs> and that's why he's so racist. Yeah, that, I mean, T-800 punches you in the head, throws you in lava, yeah, uh, freezes you, shatters you. Yep. Talks to you in uh, Spanish. A teenager. Yeah. Says some crazy shit. His mom shoots you with like a blow-up being shotgun thing. I don't know. It was like a pipe gun or something. Yeah, it was a yeah, crazy that'll make shotgun. You racist. Yeah. That, that yeah. Me. yeah. And I also heard that his brother was the lead singer in Filter. That's right. Who was also yeah. uh the guitar player back in the day for Nine Schnells. Boom. Oh shit. Look at that. Fun facts. <laughs> Alright. So Mr. George Francisco, when he was in space, Adam, um, not many people know about this guy, but uh, he was into a lot of shit. Like, he would get a lot of plastic surgery done, and he would jump onto different, like, certain, like, okay, yeah, not, I wouldn't say certain, like, there is a certain type of spaceship that kind of, like, he would always, like, get on somehow. And it was, like, through different times and spaces. Like, it, it didn't make sense to me. But anyways, the first one that, you would, that he was on was the USS Enterprise, uh, also known as the Big D, to all those Trekkies out there. Thanks, Adam. Um, and then... My, my nipples just got hard. Yeah. Gotta, well, happy. he was on that one, creating some ruckus. And then he was also on Deep Space Nine, also known as DS9. For all the strikeys out there. Yeah, also known as Terok Nor for all the nerds. There you go. And then... Oh, crap, I can't read my handwriting. Oh, yeah. Then he, used to, he was traveling hyperspace with the Earth Alliance... And that was not even with the Enterprise people. That was with these Babylon 5 folks. But he was doing that. And then he got back on with these guys, the Enterprise mofos. He was on the USS Voyager, creating a ruckus there. Then he was on another USS Enterprise, but in a different timeline. And then it just this just got too confusing for me. And then I finally caught up back to where he was on Earth, being an NSA officer, uh, dealing with Transformers. So yeah, George George was a... Up to some shit. Family fun facts. Nice. 
Those Transformers, man. They're getting yeah. some they're getting some shit. I think I think like honestly, he was like like a businessman cowboy bebop. Just jumping around. Doing stuff for the Enterprise. I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was NSA. He could just be undercover the whole time. Yeah, exactly. And Transformers? I mean, that's some, that's some def- <laughs> yeah, definite dude. intergalactic shit right there. Yeah. Well, I like it. I learned a lot about George, dude. Yeah, me too. Me too. I have a, I have a newfound respect for him. And then I forgot that uh, George also, um, he's the one having all the kids. So That's right. He's uh forgot it's a delicate subject, but uh he's a man that can have Don't do it, Adam. It's a trap. <laughs> if you don't think men can have children, just go watch Alien Nation <laughs> from nineteen eighty eight. I was watching some clips and there's a clip of one of the guys is like, Man, if you ever knew what childbirth was like, like you don't even know pain. <laughs> I was like, dude, this would not pass like nowadays, like not at all. Oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah. I gotta find where to watch that, like the, all the show, because yeah, I just watch like YouTube clips and I was just cracking up. I was like, "Oh my god, this is like terrible bad." Hey, so um, all fun facts, of course, but let's go ahead and uh, let's get these ads all suited up and let's get them out there. Uh, before we get them to fight, can we have the lovely Jay explain the rules of dad fights? Go ahead, my dear. Each dad has twenty-three hit points. Using a polyhedral eight-sided die, most commonly used for tabletop RPGs, each host will call an attack and roll the die. Number rolled determines damage. Thanks, Jay. Thank you. All right. Well, since uh, you almost could possibly have the COVID, I ain't getting near you. Do you want to roll dice to find out who uh, goes first? Yeah, let's do it up. Oh, where did my dice go? Oh, it's in my pocket because I went outside to take pictures of the moon. Hey, and I appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, of course, man. Oh, they came out good. They look pretty good, so. Yeah, they look good. I just opened up my email and took a look at them. Yeah. The actual moon, not my ass. All right, three, two, one. Oh, you already rolled two. <laughs> I already oh. rolled. I said I rolled I'm rolling a two, and I just rolled a fucking two. No lie. Nice. Well, that two one, so take it away. Oh, shit. All right, well, uh, George, uh, he's coming out, and he's coming out with a message, a message for our planet. Yeah, that's right. He's coming out to Shapeshifter's message for your planet. This is a message for my planet. And you know what he's wearing, Adam? He's coming out with his businessman pants, but he's wearing, yeah, the gray members-only jacket. <laughs> I love it, Because he was, yeah. he's top cool-ass motherfucking detective dad. Hell yeah. Rocking That's out the shapes. 1989 cop dad for you. Cop dad. Members-only. Fuck yeah. Shapeshifter shipped to the shape, man. Yep. Oh, From wait, hang Clark on. Clark Griswold collection. Wait, real quick. Leaders of the early planet have been fooled. Okay. I'm good. <laughs> All right. Watching him act the fool. All right. Well, Augie's stammering up to the stage, and he takes a big swig out of a, out a handle of some Tennessee whiskey. Then he yells, Jack Daniels, if you please. Jack Daniels, if you please. Then he looks, he looks super drunk. and All right. He's dressed like a... Chili station wife teacher? What? <laughs> oh no, my god. <laughs> All right. Now he's dressed in a chili stained wife beater <laughs> and piss stained whitey tighties <laughs> and some cowboy boots. All right. He's ready to go. Yeah, all right. <laughs> T1000 really let himself go, okay. hasn't he? 
Yeah, I mean, shit, man. Yeah. Alright, well, George, I guess he's ready. Uh, most folks don't know this about the techno destructos, but, um, knees. Um, but they don't get headaches, they get foot aches. So he's going with the foot ache head kick. And here we go. And I just got a, oh, damn. Your head's going to be ringing from that, T-1000. I just rolled seven. Nice. Let me make sure it's... Augie, he's shaking that one off. And he's going to he's gonna run at George, and he's going to pick him up. He's doing the white power pile driver. <laughs> See what kind of damage you can do here. <laughs> and that's a five. Oh. We're up to a good start here. All right, good start, man. Mr. Francisco. All right, so... He's not a big fan of this name, but this is what the Earthlings, stupid humans, call him. But here comes the newcomer takedown. Let's see if he can get that guy down on his tatty waddies. Go! And cue up that fat boner. It was a one. Oh. He's doing the uh, the white dragon dropkick. He's going to run up on Joris and then do a sweet dropkick. See what kind of damage you can do here. Yeah, that's a six. Damn, man. All right, come on, George. Come on. Come on, George. All right, so George grabs on the other, on the underneath the ring, but I guess there's a carton of milk. I don't know if it's spoiled or not. Could be, because that's their thing. But uh, he's drinking the spoiled milk, and we got the uh, milk drunk punch. Damn, he must be super drunk, and I can smell that sour milk from here, but there it is, another fat loser. Another one. Oh, shit. Start off so strong too. All right, for all the number nerds at home, we got a uh, Team Peacemaker's dad with 14 HP. We got Team Alienation with 12 HP. I can come back. We can do it. Yeah. 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 Oh, hey. Game. Hey, um before we, since we're taking this intermission here about the scores, um we didn't do a name, but I do I have two perfect names for this show. Are you ready? All right. All right. The first one <laughs> yeah. is Peace Nation. That sounds pretty good, right? Hey, that's pretty good, yep. yeah. But <laughs> this is my favorite, <laughs> and you probably know what the name is, Alien Maker. <laughs> Can we go with Alien Maker, dude? <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's so much better. <laughs> Alien Maker, new from Play-Doh. <laughs> Look, it's coming out his nose. All right. Oh, that's not his nose, sweetie. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's how they make the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. Uh, alien Maker, I'm gonna write that down. It's so good. <laughs> hey Adam, can we start a prog rock band and can we please name it Alien Maker? <laughs> yes. Cool. Yes. We got. We gotta get Ryan on board. Yeah, we gotta hone up on our chops because a name like Alien Maker, yeah. we gotta sound like Polyphia, <laughs> yeah, but like dude. more mathematical. Yeah. And with more zeros than ones. <laughs> Hell yeah! We need some binary code yeah, for that. Binary rock. Oh yeah, let's make up our own yeah. binary rock. Might get Michael involved because this is gonna be rock for computers. Yeah, rock those circuit boards. Artificial rock intelligence. Yeah, yeah. Metal. Robots. Yeah. Computers. Yeah. Is it my turn? It is my turn. Sexuality. Uh, it is your turn. Uh, breathing heavy, thinking about it. All right. So, uh, this one. Okay. How am I gonna do this one? This is pretty funny. Okay. All right. So George is coming up to. Uh, 
the T-1000, and he, like, holds his hand out. He's like, hey, man, let's just shake hands and be cool. So, like, T-1000's like, what? I'm drunk. He's trying to hold, he's going to shake his hand. And he goes, psych, and slaps him. Yeah, that's for his partner, Matt Sykes, slap. <laughs> All right, we're back in business. I roll a seven. Yeah, yeah. Nice. All right. Psych. I rolled a seven. No, I'm just <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. All right, well, Augie, he's a little, little drunk. Took another little sip from his handle there, and he yells, "My boy's a big Nancy," and then does a flying knee right at George's face. Oh, so shit. damage you can do here, and that's a five. All right. Ah, oh, shit, man. Oh, we are tied yeah. up right now, dude. Yeah. So for those number munchers, we got a tied score of seven. You gonna do it? You gonna do? <sighs> I don't know. Cause what, you just did a flying knee, and I think the next one I'm gonna do is pretty funny. But my finishers. Fantastic. So, uh, ah, damn it. And I want to just do the funny one. All right, do I'll, just, it. I'll do the funny one and I'll, and I'll say the finisher. All right. So, all right. So he's shaking off that flying knee and George is coming with, is that a UFO? Oh, no. It's a UFK. It's an un- unidentified flying knee. Let's see what he gets. Nice. And, oh, not, not, doesn't finish it, but we got a four. So, brought the pain. Nice. Pretty good. That's pretty good. Right, let's go to the judges there. We, we got, uh, Oh, it's Fox Mulder. He's got a thumbs up. Good attack. All right. He believes it. <laughs> yeah. I want to believe, but, you know, it's just so hard these days with the internet and all these weirdos on YouTube. Yeah. CGI. Dad's fight. Yeah. Fucking weirdos. The fuck? All right. Well, Augie's going for the, he's going for the finisher all here. Right. Oh, he's going to do it. All right. What you got? All right. Well, Augie calls in his buddy, Eagly. For those who don't know, Eagly is Peacemaker's. Compatriot, his pet, Bald Eagle. And he tells Eagly to go ahead and round, roundhouse, to roadhouse that alien over there. Oh, Get shit. him. Get that George. So Eagly flies over and just rip, tries to rip out his throat to see what kind of damage you can do here. Oh, all that build up, and that's a two. Oh, all right. All right. So, I did mention about how the techno-destructo's knees can have babies. During this whole fight, Detective Francisco told me not to say anything, but I think now's the time I should say it. But uh, he's been pregnant this whole fight. I know that's against our... our... When he's, and he was drinking milk? He's that's drinking, irresponsible. Yeah, it's very irresponsible. But uh, this is what happens when you're ir- irresponsible because uh, he's given birth, but not to a regular techno-destructo knees. Or, or even a Bozo Destructo. What's coming out is a Xenomorph. And basically, the Xenomorph is going to eat the T-1000's face off. But before he runs, before he does it, he's running at him saying, Asta la vista, baby. Let's see if he nice. rips that uh, liquid face off. Liquid metal, go! And that's a five. This match is over, sir. Nice. Nice. Oh, look at this. The cleanup crew's here. They're like, oh, we heard you got a robot for us. And it's, oh, it's Krillin, Uncle Owen. <laughs> Even liquid, liquid metal. And there he is, Uncle Polly. Yep. Uh, oh, no. Sigourney's here, too. And she's getting to the power armor and she's beating up the technosexuals, saying, this is my prize. Good. Good. About time. Good for you, Sigourney. She's the, the battler of big dick energy. Yes. <laughs> There's a whole episode of Solar Ups about that. Yep. You only tend to combat big dick energy. Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. In the power armor. Yeah. That's very true. 
All right, man. That was a good one. Well, that was fun. That was, uh, yeah. What love. are we doing next week? Uh Oh, yeah. We haven't thought of next week, have we? Are we doing side dads? A... What are we doing, Adam? I... I mean, at this point, we're, we've gotten so sidetracked, it doesn't even matter. Let's just <laughs> pick a dad. What's the show you've been watching? Just pick a dad. All right. All right. What's you show? start the Game of Thrones? Um, new Game of Thrones? No, I didn't start New Game of Thrones. I've been watching Wellington Paranormal. Um, I don't think any of those characters are fathers. No, there's no one, a dad in there. I guess I could say Captain Maka, because he's like a dad, but that's, that's, that wouldn't work. Um... What else have I been watching, man? Kids in the Hall. I mean, I can't, I can't really do stuff like that. Um, Are you watching the classics or all the new ones? Uh, classics. Yeah. Or not, um, yeah, all, yeah, classics. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I just am about to finish season three right now. Oh, Damn. nice. Yeah. Damn, I, I don't know, man. I like how the new season, they do all the callbacks to the old characters, and it's, oh, it's yeah. so good. It is good. Hey, let's say, okay, let's do, since we we probably won't do a Kumite or anything, um, so do you want to start episode 100 with season 10? That's what I was thinking, okay. so we're going to do like eight more matches. Okay, yeah. damn. All right, uh, so is this like hodgepodge at this point, since we have eight more? Yeah, at this point, yeah. All right, cool. Or no, seven more, this is... 92. So the show's called Dad Fights, right? It's not TV Dad Fights? Uh, yeah, we want to do some movies? We, yeah, have, we yeah. can. Let's, let's do just it. do fucking the last ones of the season is, <laughs> since we got so sidetracked. Let's do a... Uh... <laughs> let's do something crazy. What was the last movie you watched? Alright, last movie I watched. The Guar documentary. Odorous is a dad. Odorous is the father of Gorgor. That kind of counts. Oh, shit. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All let's right. do that. And then let me. Shit. <laughs> Odorous versus. Let me pull up. And, uh... and I get. No. And then. No, I'm sorry. The last movie I did watch still relates to that story. It was Phallus in Wonderland because I watched that after. So. Nice. All right. Cool. Wow. All right. Let, let me pull up uh, my streamers and see what the last movie I watched was. You know, secretly, I was waiting for us to pull this off, and I'm, I'm glad we're doing it now. <laughs> Odorous is fighting someone. <laughs> I just realized how much TV shows versus movies I watch. Hang on, let me pull up HBO. Let's see. So I just pulled up Amazon. I'm like, oh, everything I watched have been documentaries and or TV shows. All right. All right, so the last movie I watched was Bob's Burgers, and I feel like we already did Bob Belcher. Wait, did, didn't you watch Nope? I did watch Nope. I watched that. Yeah, I watched that last week. But oh shit, Steven Yoon's a dad in that movie, so I will pick Steven Yoon's character. All right, cool. There you go. I'm gonna put Nope. What is his name? Glenn. That's how I know. He's Glenn. So it's basically a guy that runs a sideshow about aliens is fighting an alien. Cool. As it should be. Yeah. He's fighting one of the aliens. Oh my god. I might have to do a disclaimer on this this episode if we ever do it. <laughs> I don't know how I can tone down in any odorous moves. All right, well, there we go. Yeah, we'll just do movies. Cool. I'm down with that. Yeah. We can do 90s movies, 80s movies. Yeah, for the rest of the season. We're just keep it going. Yeah. No kumite. Yeah. Fight Island is being uh, reconstructed for our... Uh, 
our um, reconstructed 10th season. How about that? There you go. That worked. Oh, shit. Here's the pitch. Kind of fun pitch. All right, what you got? That was based on last week's fight, because I think we had so much fun making the crow fight Robocop, or Robocop 2, technically. Yes. Good correction there, sir. So I was thinking, uh, since that was so much fun, let's make it a movie. Crow Cop or yeah. Robo Crow. Yeah, Crow Cop. Back with vengeance. Except for this is going to follow our guy, one Officer Alex Murphy, who gets gunned down by the Bodicker Boys. Uh-huh. And he's brought back, but not by OCP, but by supernatural powers. Yep. <laughs> the best way to describe how Crow came back. Yeah, yeah. Supernatural. But what, what's going to make this great is uh, Robocop is going to get married on Halloween. Devil's Night, October that, yeah. 30th. Yep. He goes out with his wife and uh, they get murked like Batman's parents. And then Alex comes back with the armor. But instead of the cool helmet, he's got the cool face makeup. And what is this, a wig? <laughs> <laughs> he always looks wet and he's wearing a trench coat. <laughs> Fuck Robocop. <laughs> That's cool, man. He always looks wet. Still got the gun in his leg. <laughs> Dude, the crow yeah, looked like, wet the entire he did, movie. He did look wet. But it was raining. The whole I mean, it was raining. It rained the whole movie. <laughs> that whole night it rained, so that makes sense. But no, but I said he did look like even in even like indoors, he's like, Do you just come outside? Do you need a towel? He's like, Dude, I'm dead. I, I don't need a towel. Dead people you wanna, don't get You wanna ring out that hair, dude? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, I'm already dead. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah, what's the worst? I look cool, though, don't I? Zombie Brandon Lee? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The best part is, uh, I guess, supernatural Robocop here. He's going to take to the streets, and he's going to take out all the Bodicker boys. But instead, he's going to kill them all like Crow kills that gang. All right. Lots of fire, lots of of ultraviolence. Poetry. But the best is going to be the last kill. It's going to be the watermelon man scene. Oh, great. <laughs> He's like wounded and stumbling. Robocop runs him over. Head explodes, but it turns into like the crow symbol. <laughs> the watermelon bits. Watermelon bits. Hey, um, yeah. you know what just dawned on me? Because we talk about this a lot with Robocop. You know how like the thing that comes out, that's like, we always say that's like his dick and stuff. Yeah. Dude, he like... The key to the city? Yeah, the key to the city. He keyed to the city Red Foreman's neck in the movie. That's right. He, yeah. He like almost cold fucked him, but he he like roadhouse fucked him. Is that a thing? It's true. That's like terrible. I mean, it is, it is now. Yeah. Cool. Look it up. Urban Dictionary. Roadhouse fuck. Yeah. I'm going to add that to the list tonight. All right. It'll be up before this episode comes out. Probably taken <laughs> down, but you know. Yeah. I'll put it on Wikipedia. It'll be awesome. There you go. Good job. I'd watch. Oh, speaking of looking up sexual terms on uh, Urban Dictionary and Wikipedia, I looked up Donkey Punch because uh, I'm like, what is what is Donkey Punch? I'm like, I thought it was something completely different. I didn't realize it's when you punch the back of your partner's head while hitting it from behind. Yeah. You Did know you know that? Yeah, I knew that. No, I'm just a vanilla bean guy that likes to shop at the LL Bean? Vanilla Bean. Yeah. Was it? Vanilla Boy. Van- what do you smell like strippers? I got a vanilla candle from <laughs> Yankee Candle Co. <laughs> at the mall. 
<laughs> Dude, it's my favorite scent. <laughs> there, there's this time where uh, my wife and uh, our oldest, we went to um, the mall and we went to the candle store. And like the funniest thing, and of course, this is something you shouldn't say around a teenage kid, but you know, we live in a, in a time and you know, I'm, I'm a cool laid back guy. I'm a cool step dude. But uh, I was just being funny. I was like, we're smelling all these candles. I was like, man, do they have like fat sack of weed candle? Just being funny. Because, you know, I'm a funny guy, I guess. But um, the other thing was, we're smelling all these candles. And then I go, like, uh, they were both like in like in this area smelling these other candles. And I come up, and I'm like, hey, you guys, I got something weird to ask you both. And they're like, what? I'm like, are smelling all these candles makes you want to take a shit like I do? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is that all about? <laughs> Why is this candle? Why is it smelling like... 15 different scented candles makes me got a poo. But apparently, yeah. yeah fun well. fun story. Poo candles. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I always got a headache when I left that store. Probably because you have to take a shit. Adam, you're all backed up. Well, I learned from this episode that uh, Yankee Candle Co. Makes you, makes you have to go number two or gives you a headache. Yeah, but don't take his word for it. Yeah. <laughs>